Warning, the root, the root, the roots on fire. You're about to experience the most high-octane, pedal-to-the-metal controversial show of your life. Please buckle up and hold on tightly. This station is not responsible for injuries. This is Wayne Allen Root, raw and unfiltered, with America's favorite conservative rock star, direct from the entertainment capital of the world, Las Vegas. What time is it? It's time for war. Here's your host, 100% raw truth, 100% American-made, the warrior, Wayne Allen Root. All right, Wayne Allen Root, the Root, the Root, the Root's on fire. Um, You know, I'm, I'm a bit of a serious guy. And an extremely intense guy. I'm also a bit of a clown, and I fool around a lot and tell jokes a lot on this show. It's, I think, one of the things all of you like, and it's why you listen. But there's going to be no jokes today, because this is serious stuff. And the serious stuff is not what's going on in Israel, okay? As horrible as what's going on in Israel. And I'll talk about that in a few minutes. It's what's happening in the United States and around the world with Jew hatred, Everywhere I look are protests starring Muslims in New York, in Florida, in California, in Illinois. And they all have, they're they're unafraid. They're openly saying, kill the Jews, hate the Jews. This is, this is hate speech. This is a crime. Now, I don't believe in hate speech. I don't believe it should be a crime. I'm a free speech guy. I believe liberals are mentally ill nut jobs who have made speech into hate speech. Everyone should be allowed to say what they want. I even agreed in 1979 with the ACLU that if uh, if the KKK or the Nazis wanted to march through Skokie, Illinois, they had a right to do it, even though Skokie was a Jewish town. Of course, you know, strong Jews like me have a right to grab the first Nazi we find and beat the living F out of him, okay? But if you want to say something, you could say something in America. But you can't allow this. Now that you've called it hate speech, now that liberals have opened the door that speech is criminalized, you can't allow Muslims openly in the United States to scream death to the Jews. You can't allow them to march with Nazi swastikas. And this is happening all over the world. In Australia, Sydney, Australia, Jews were told, stay off the streets, stay home, don't go near the protest, let all the Muslims be, and the Muslims scream death to the Jews and Allah Akbar. This is happening everywhere in the world. Happened in Berlin. But it's happening in America. And it's sick. And just so you know, my own social media is filled with responses to my posts about Israel and babies' heads being cut off and women being raped after they're dead and bodies piled up and soldiers beheaded while they're unarmed hostages. And how disgusting it is, and how disgraceful, and how Israel now has a right to go in and kill them all. And on my social media, you wouldn't believe how many people had the nerve to say, F you, Jew. F you, die, Jew. You stink, Jew pig. This is like becoming Nazi Germany again. The Jew hatred that's coming out because... 
Israel was attacked by a terrorist attack by the most vile human garbage animals that resemble Nazis that have ever lived, that cut off babies' heads, and because we were attacked, we are bad people? All the Jew hatred has come tumbling out. It's unbelievable. And liberals would probably say it's white extremists, white Nazis. I guarantee you 99.9% is Muslims in the United States and Muslims in Australia. I'm watching it. And Muslims in Germany and Muslims in England. The hatred they have for Jewish people. This can't go on in our country. I don't know about England. I don't know about Germany. I don't know about Australia. But this can't go on. And strong Jews, remember the Jewish Defense Fund, wasn't it Meyer Kahani, I think? It's time for strong Jews to get together with baseball bats and whatever other weapons we've got, and it's time to face off with this human scum who think they're tougher than us. Well, yeah, you are tougher than a bunch of peacenik, liberal, bleeding heart Jews who go to temple and go, oh, this is so terrible, but will never do anything about it. But you know what? This Jew will do something about it. One day, one of you is going to face off with me, and it's going to be the last thing you ever want to do. Trust me. Big mistake. Because I'm not a pussycat Jew. So you better watch who you're mouthing off to. Unbelievable what's going on in this country, that we allow this garbage. Hate speech and Nazi symbolism from Muslims. You're going to do this to the wrong Jew, and there's going to be five of us with baseball bats, and you're going to have a big problem. I'm just telling you right now. And you know what you call that? Self-defense. Wow. And now you talk about the people running our country. The White House refuses to freeze Iran's $6 billion. Can you imagine how stupid or complicit in the intentional destruction of America and the Jewish people in Israel the White House is, run by Barack Obama, not by a brain-dead old man with dementia and diapers, Joe Biden. It's run by Barack Obama. Barack Obama was raised in Indonesia. He was raised there as a Muslim. He hates Jews. He's got a hatred for America. He's always had a deep-seated, that's his little secret, he hates capitalism, he hates Jews, he hates America, and he's on the side of radical Islam. Barack Obama, I've said it a thousand times, nothing new, I'm not saying anything new, I've written columns about this during Obama's administration. Obama is on the side of the Muslim world, Obama is not a friend of Israel, Obama is an enemy of the United States, Obama's a bad guy, Obama's evil, you can quote me, Wayne Root believes Obama is the anti Christ. You can quote me. He's the guy that's been sent here to destroy everything we love. Therefore, he's either the Antichrist or he's working for the devil. And he's the Antichrist's right-hand man. But Barack Obama is running this country, as sure as I'm standing here. And Barack Obama is evil. And Barack Obama represents Satan. And Barack Obama is trying to take our country down, the white race down, Judaism down, the Jewish people of Israel down, America down, capitalism down, the middle class down, the energy industry down, everything good about America, the military down, the police down. He's got it in for all of us because he was raised in Indonesia and he doesn't like us. He's always resented us. He came back to America. He moved to Hawaii with his grandfather. He was probably never treated well. He was half black. He was half white. No one liked him. He wasn't especially good looking guy. I'm sure he never got what he thought he the due he deserved. He wasn't especially good in school. Probably never 
never got the beautiful women he wanted, chose to go after men because he couldn't get the beautiful women. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, everything I've ever heard says Obama's a gay man. And it's just, it's it's obvious. He hates Donald Trump because Trump is the guy that represents everything that he hates, everything great about America. Obama has wanted to take Trump down from the moment Trump became a candidate. He represents everything Obama hates, and he's trying to take Trump down. He's the guy behind every indictment of Trump. He wants to put him in jail. He wants to disqualify him from the ballot. He wants to take away everything he owns in the New York trial. And eventually, if all that fails, he would absolutely put his finger on the button and order the assassination of Donald J. Trump, in my mind. Again, it's an opinion show. It's my opinion. Barack Obama is as close to the Antichrist as you're ever going to get. And this entire crisis in the Middle East has Obama's fingerprints all over it. Everything bad happening in the world today has Obama's fingerprints all over it. The White House refusing to freeze Iran's $6 billion. Obama's fingerprints all over it. A United States Army leader expressing concern about our ability to supply weapons to Israel and Ukraine at the same time. We've given so many weapons to this ridiculous war that means nothing to us in Ukraine, that we have nothing left. Possibly, we have very little or nothing left to help Israel. It's just a disgrace. And we've carved out all this money in Ukraine for the Ukrainian Nazis and the Ukrainian mafia and Zelensky to take home and his generals to take home and our senators to take take home. And I'm sure the Biden crime family got their 10 percent or more off the top. And that's the reason they're so anxious to send the money over there. But it isn't going for good. It should be going to Israel right now to fight the war of all wars. This is it, folks. This is World War III. This is the beginning of the war to end all wars. And you know what? I know which side I'm on. I'm on the American side. I'm on the Jewish side. I'm on the Israeli side. And I'm on the opposite side of Islamic extremism. I'm on the opposite side of the globalists. I'm on the opposite side of the communists. And I'm on the opposite side of black. Black Lives Matter. Did you know Black Lives Matter Chicago today basically endorsed the murder, mass murder, mass rape, and the beheading of Israeli soldiers and the beheading of Israeli babies? Jewish babies' heads were cut off in their, in their little uh, beds. And BLM put out a little meme, I stand with Palestine, with, a, with a, um, an artistic rendering of a soldier coming in on a parachute with a Palestinian flag on top. Do you know that soldier was about to drop? Maybe BLM doesn't realize, you think? Oh, come on. They don't know that soldier that they're making out to be a hero is about to drop into a peace, uh, basically an EDC peacenik festival, and kill everyone. Murder them and drop them in a pile of bodies and rape the women after they're dead and cut the heads off every baby and murder families in their beds. Maybe BLM doesn't understand that. I think I think they probably do, and they endorsed it. So I'm proud to be on the other side of Black Lives Matter. I'm, they're a terrorist organization. It's time to immediately name them a domestic terrorist organization. It's time for BLM to be disbanded, indicted, and sent to prison the way that you did with the Proud Boys. Because these are the real terrorists right here. They want Jews dead. Absolutely sick in the head. The war with Hamas, by the way, Israel is now admitting over a thousand Israelis are dead. Do you understand America is a nation of 330 million? We lost 3,000 in 9-11 and the nation was in mourning for years. 
We didn't know what to do for weeks, for months. 3,000 dead out of 330 million. Israel, a little country of what, 6 million? 1,000 dead Israelis, 2,000 injured. The numbers are staggering. I stand with Israel, and I stand with America, minus Biden and Obama. I'll never stand with them. how crazy the world's becoming. Wayne the Root, the Root, the Root, the Root's on fire. Playboy has issued a stronger statement in favor of Israel than Harvard. Harvard's behind the Hamas terrorists. 31 groups at Harvard support the Hamas terrorist attack. It's insanity. Playboy magazine, is, or, or now it's not a magazine, of course, it's only a website. <clears throat> the naked women are only on the internet, not on, on a piece of paper. How the world has changed. But Playboy, <laughs> Playboy is a stronger statement than Harvard. It tells you everything you need to know about America. Naked women with large breasts are more on Israel's side than a bunch of Harvard losers. Harvard nerd, book smart losers who don't have an ounce of common sense. Who, when the real uprising begins... When they come to this country to kill us, whether it's the Chinese military-age males who are in by the tens of thousands to kill us, or whether it's the people from Gaza here to kill us, or Hamas here to kill us, or Hezbollah here to kill us, or ISIS here to kill us, or MS-13 here to kill us, or those under the control of the Mexican drug cartel, guess who are the first people they'll kill? They're going to wipe out all the little intellectual nerds at Harvard. They're going to kill all the smart people. That's what happens in every revolution. You kill the smart people first, so you have a bunch of dummies who are easily influenced and easily manipulated and easily intimidated who do everything you tell them to do like little sheep. But the smart ones have to go. And the smart ones are always weaklings who can't fight. So they're going to kill you in one second. One knife wound to the stomach and you're finished. Whereas the rest of us, you know, they try and kill me, I'll take 80 of them with me before I go. I'll get 80 to 1. That's my number. If it's 79, I'm going to heaven unhappy. I'm going to take 80 of you mother truckers with me. I promise you. I promise you. And it'll be 80 good ones that I'm taking with me. That can't do more damage to America. But the the little nerds from Harvard, they'll go down without a whimper. Or actually with a whimper. Don't hurt me. They'll shoot your knees out. Don't hurt me. Then they'll put one in the back of your brain. Because you're just such a tough guy at Harvard. You're on the side of people that cut babies' heads off and murder women and rape them after they're dead. And cut the heads off Israeli soldiers after they're dead. You're really tough guys at Harvard. Little pussycats. Don't even know what you're doing or saying. One too many COVID injections, I guess, have gone to your little communist heads. Oh, man. Sick, sick, sick. And and I'll bet you a large percentage. And I could say this because I'm a Jew. And I love the Jewish people. But you know what? I don't love Jewish liberals. I'll bet you these kids at Harvard, I'll bet you a huge percentage of them are Jewish. Self-hating that are going to get themselves and their own race wiped off the face of the earth. You're so dumb. Taking the side of Palestinians and Hamas. Brutal murderers whose only goal in life, they're obsessed with 
killing Jews and Jew hatred. And no amount of your liberalism will ever change that. They're going to come kill you. They want to kill Jewish lawyers and Jewish doctors and Jewish investment bankers on Wall Street. It would make them such happy people. They'll be dancing in hell if they can kill you first. And you're taking their side and voting Democrat with the same people that want you dead. I mean, you're just, you know, my grandmother would have said, you're Meshuggah. My grandfather would have said, you're just dreck, as in garbage. You're dumb. You're just dumb. You're street dumb. You're book smart and street dumb. Sponsor of this. And by the way, the good news is Israel cuts off everything in Gaza. Goodbye, Gaza. They cut off your electricity. They cut off your gas. They cut off your water. They cut off your sewage. They cut off your fuel. You're done. The entire Gaza is done. It's going to be a parking lot in a matter of days. Egypt closed the exit so you can't get out. Two million people are trapped in Gaza. You're about to see what happens when you mess with strong Jews. There's going to be some revenge, the likes of which you haven't seen in a long, long time. And that's the only good thing that's coming out of this horrible, horrible event. I'm I'm seeing strong Jews. I like it. I've always said the Jews in America are so weak and so liberal and so self-hating. But the Jews in Israel are so strong and they will never again let a Holocaust happen. Well, they just let a a mini Holocaust happen. But you're going to pay for this one. Oh, are you going to pay? Gaza's about to learn about strong Jews. You're going to wish you never seen our name. The the roots on fire. By the way, Syria launches missiles on the Golan Heights as the U.S. is uh, supposedly beginning surging defense aid to Israel. We shall see how much America actually helps Israel. After all, we've given everything away to Ukraine. And I don't believe that Obama running the United States of America really gives a damn about Israel. I don't believe that's the side he's on. Uh, But they claim they're going to surge defense aid to Israel. Israel being hit now from multiple directions. The war is on. We've got our guest, Josh Manning. We have him on. We enjoy it. We have great conversations together, Josh and I. He's deputy managing editor at westernjournal.com, and he's here with today's most popular stories at Western Journal. Josh Manning, welcome to the show. Thanks, Wayne. Always great to be with you. Sorry circumstances aren't better, buddy. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think, you know, you probably weren't around to hear the open of my show, but as bad as things are with Israel and this horrendous attack, I think what's worse is the Jew hatred that's come out around America in protest marches at Harvard University, uh, at marches in New York, in Florida, in Chicago, and of course, all around the world, in Germany, in Berlin, there was a march, in Australia, a march, and they love to scream death to the Jews, and Jews die, and pig Jews, and, and Jews are are the uh, the enemy and, and Nazi swastikas are displayed. Uh, you know, most people had no idea. I think I did, but most people had no idea how much Jew hatred there is among Muslims all around the world. And they've populated cities everywhere with Muslim Muslim populations, and they just hate Jews. You're, yeah, you're totally right. Uh, one of our our head writer walked into my office yesterday, and he said, uh, "You know, I think maybe for the first time." 
the Palestinians, Hamas, those guys, they're totally losing the information war. And it's because now, Wayne, everybody's got phones. We all have cameras in our pockets. And we were able to get video of these kidnappings and this this half-naked girl dragged around in a pickup truck and spit on by uh, these these Palestinian Hamas terrorists. Um, so people are finally getting to see what this really is. They're getting to see what the Israelis see, what Jews who live there see when the Palestinians attack. So I think that's I think that is helping wake some people up. Um, and you're totally right. These marches, I mean, in Sydney, Australia, they're shouting, gas the Jews. So, okay, if yep. we want to talk about neo-Nazism, if we want to talk about white supremacy, if we want to talk about racialism, let's talk about that. Let's talk about what those people are doing. Let's talk about what they're saying. I don't know about you, Wayne, but I've been, I've been to my share of MAGA events, and I've never seen anything remotely like that. Never. Well, de Democrats live in a delusional dream world, and they, they love their own little delusions. So last night I was with a Democrat. Believe it or not, Wayne Root actually has Democrat friends. <laughs> and I was with a Democrat, and he actually looked me in the face and said, there's so much white supremacy around Las Vegas. Oh, I see so you. many. There are so many swastikas painted here or there. Well, first oh, of all, please. I've lived in Vegas 22 years, Josh. I've never seen a swastika. But if there is one, I guarantee you 100 out of 100 times it was painted by a Muslim. It wasn't painted by a white supremacist. So they're just delusional. Well, I've, I've said for years, you know, Hillary Clinton used to talk about a vast right-wing conspiracy. And, of course, the, the narrative is that, oh, yes, this, this core of the right-wing, they're incredibly racist, they're bigoted, they hate, uh, they hate blacks, they hate Muslims, they hate gays. And, Wayne, I'm sitting here thinking, I work at the Western Journal. We are part of the core of this, and there's not a shred of that. Of course in not. our newsroom. I know people at other yeah, Breitbart's Blaze, other places. It doesn't exist there. This is the biggest lie in the world there, that there is this racist, bigoted center to the conservative movement or to Republicans or to MAGA or whomever. As we have seen, Rashida Tlaib, look outside her office. What's flying out there? Palestinian, Palestinian flag. flag. Yeah. You know what else, by the way, Wayne? Do you know what else is outside her office right now? What else? A rainbow flag. Yeah, and of course. Let me tell you what. They don't get along the too well, do they? Gays and his Muslims. They don't get along too well. If her gay voters showed up in Palestine, it'd yeah. be five minutes before they were flying off the tops of buildings because Muslims do not like gays. Josh, forget Palestine. Let them show up in Dearborn. They'll be flying off the tops well, of buildings. So, you know, in America, the same thing would hold true. Muslims don't like gays. And every conservative I know, even if they don't like gays, even if they think it's a immoral lifestyle, I don't know a single conservative that has ever heard a gay or would ever heard a gay. So it's just, it's so ridiculous. No. You know, I'm, I'm very anti-transgender, right? I talk about it on this show a lot. I've never had a problem with gay people. Transgender is a bridge too far. It's weird. It's strange. Trans Transgender brainwashing makes me nauseous. Stay away from my kids. But I would never hurt a transgender person ever in my lifetime. I was around one in the Libertarian Party. He was always wearing a dress and high heels at Libertarian Party events. He was a total, I mean, he's just like retarded. But he was harmless. He doesn't hurt anybody. So as stupid as he looks in his pink tutus, I never hurt the guy. I don't want him to ever be uh, hurt. I don't want him ever to be not allowed to speak. But liberals would like to shut me up and stop me and you from ever oh, yeah. speaking again.
camps, buddy. Put us in camps. That's what they would want. They would want re-education camps. Hillary uh, said they it. They want us out of jobs. Last week, Hillary us. said it. Yeah, they want us out of the monetary system. They want to crush us. And they also are totally fine, and a bunch of them support the Palestinians absolutely crushing Israelis. They support them launching, uh, what was it, 1,800 rockets, 4,400 rockets, something like that. Well, some say over 5,000. I don't know what the true number is, obviously, but lots and lots of thousands of rockets. Yeah, there are 130,000, maybe a bit more than that. On, uh, on the north side, pointed at Israel, and they want them to launch, man, Democrats who are supporting Palestinians who are saying, oh, Palestinians need to fight back, Israel has this coming. What they are saying is they are for, uh, uh, from, from, uh, what, from the river to the sea. They are, for, yeah. they are for wiping Israel off the face of well, the map. Let, if let you want to talk you... about racism, yeah. that's it. Well, let me give you the best example of that. You, are you aware today that BLM Chicago put out a put out a uh, a meme, or I guess it's a meme. It's a photo. I stand with Palestine, and it shows someone parachuting in. Right? Yep. Do they know that after they parachuted in, they mass murdered women and children and cut babies' heads off? Do they know that they raped the women after they killed them? They raped their dead bodies. Are they aware they cut heads off Israeli soldiers who were hostages, unarmed? Are they aware that's what happened after they parachuted in? While BLM is endorsing that, obviously from the meme, these morons at BLM have endorsed the murder of Jews, the rape of Jews, the kidnapping of Jews, and the beheading of Jews and the cutting off the heads of Jewish babies. So I think it's time to declare BLM is a domestic terrorist organization, clearly. Well, after, yeah, I mean, maybe past time for that after, you know, you look what happened in 2020. Uh, and it's, yeah, I, uh, Wayne, I hope the answer to that is they don't know, because then at least it's ignorance. But I'm afraid they do know. And I tell you what, it's not BLM. It's, it's not just BLM. It's at Harvard. Right. I went to Harvard. I've seen. I know where they're protesting. I've seen it. Larry Summers, who was president right before I got there, uh, he said uh, he has never been more ashamed of Harvard than he was on Sunday when those pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel, anti-Semitic, Jew-hating protesters showed up, and they're not showing up from around Boston. They're on Harvard's campus. They hate Israel. And, uh, and and they want to see the Jews exterminated. In fact, Wayne, I remember I was at an uh, this is so random. I was at an Oscar party when I was uh, when I was at Harvard, and one of the hosts, a Jewish film, won an award. One of the hosts stood up and cursed out those dirty Jews uh, in the room. And I remember my friend and I, we were two of the only Republicans around, two of the only conservatives. We just looked at each other with our jaws open. This is not a new thing. This has been going on at Harvard. It is disgusting. It's despicable. Uh, if Harvard wants to act like they're anti-racist, if they believe in anti-racism, which is a sham anyway, it's just neo-racism, if they believe in that, they need to deal with the Palestinian problem there, but they'll never do it. They're feckless and gutless. 
Yeah, the people at Harvard, the Jews that are self-hating liberals, yeah. bleeding hearts for Palestine, if they heard a man call Jews dirty Jews and they did nothing, I would have walked up to him and knocked him unconscious and knocked his teeth right out of his face. But that's what you get when you're a weak, feckless, self-hating person. You know, the weak, weak, weak intellectuals of Harvard. But boy, they, they haven't met a one like Wayne Alaroot from Columbia University. They're going to be very unlucky if they meet me one day in a dark corner. Josh Manning, we'll be right back. Uh, Wayne Alaroot, we're on Unfiltered on USA Radio Network. Josh Manning from WesternJournal.com. He's the deputy managing editor with today's most popular stories. We have lots of them when we get back, including Ilan Omar. We're going to talk about Ilan Omar and a CIA director calling for the assassination of a Republican United States senator when we get back. All right, we're back with Josh Manning, Deputy Managing Editor, WesternJournal.com, with today's most popular stories at Western Journal. What is uh, the most heavily trafficked story today at Western Journal, Josh? Oh, Wayne, put me on the spot. I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> All right, that's an OJ question, right? If you don't know the answer, if you don't know if the glove fits, don't ask it. No. I, thought you, I thought one might be overwhelming about you know Israel and the attack. I figured there was probably one story. I'm sure you have a story yeah, on the I front page about, about babies having their heads cut off by the Islamic extremists. I'm sure that one's going to be right near the top, I'll tell you that much. So uh, shocking. I get it before we get off the phone. I'm going to see so shocking. Find it. Oh, yeah, so, it's um, horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. This is just, I, can I tell you, can I tell you, if I were the head of Israel's foreign policy, can I tell you what I would do? Yeah, go ahead. I would tell Iran, listen, for every single day that those hostages are not released, that those Israeli hostages that Hamas has, for every day they're not released. We're going to bomb, bomb, bomb Iran. Pick, we're going to pick one city in Iran with 500,000 people or more. Right. And we're going to drop a nuke on it, and we're yep. going to do it every. And when we run out of cities with five hundred thousand people, we'll move to six hundred thousand every day until those hostages are released. Wayne, they would be released tomorrow. It would be a Ronald Reagan moment. Right. I hope Israel has got the strength to see this through. Remember when when uh, Josh says a Ronald Reagan moment? I'll bet you half or more of my audience doesn't even know what he's talking That's about. Right, Carter. The hostages were taken by Iran. And, uh, and and they wouldn't let him go, and Carter uh, was president, and they didn't care. He was feckless. He was a loser. He tried to rescue him. The helicopters broke down in the desert. Everything went wrong for the United States under Jimmy Carter. Gas prices were through the roof. No one could afford them. Long lines at the gas stations. America was destroyed under Carter, and then Reagan gets elected on the day he's sworn in. At the, at, within hours of his swearing in, all the hostages are let go because Iran is scared that Reagan will use the power of America to, to to bomb Iran and destroy them. And they were right. And that's exactly what they felt under Trump as well. We need we need Trump back yesterday. Yep. Yeah, yeah. This just what it, the world, even the New York Times. So I was reading the New York Times Monday morning. Even they were running a piece saying, well, you know, liberals have been talking about how America needs to stop taking care of the world. We need to be weaker. We need to receive. Well, uh, we don't need to bully people. Well, welcome to the world when America's not in charge. Even the New York Times was saying that, Wayne. Right. Well, you look, it's very clear that the world has gone haywire under 
Joe Biden uh, under an old man with diapers and, and dementia. The world has gone haywire and they're all making a move on the United States. And I'm about to write a column. My first part was yesterday. Part two is tomorrow. So I'm going to write it today when the show is over. I'll be writing for two hours. I believe if I, all I'm going to say is if I'm China, if I am running China, I move on Taiwan now. I don't know if now means today, tomorrow, next week, next month, three months from now. Sometime in the next few days or few weeks, I move on Taiwan, and there's not a damn thing Biden could do about it. Now is the time, and I take all my uh, military-age males in the United States, and I let them loose to cause havoc in the United States with terror attacks here. So we are way too busy to worry about Taiwan, and in a blink of an eye, Taiwan is gone. It's over. I'm telling you, it's coming. Did you see that uh, – I think it was today that the biggest real estate company in China uh, has become insolvent? I don't know if you saw it or not, but that has happened. That is enormous. And, Wayne, a war is a pretty darn good way to distract from problems at home. We know the Iranians are hoping for that. I can totally see the Chinese thinking the same thing. Yeah, they are. Believe me. They're going to attack inside the United States. Our our open borders are the death of America, and I'm telling you, bad things are on the way. One major terror attack, maybe, I think more likely, lots and lots and lots of little ones. That's what I would do. Lots of low-tech terror attacks. You don't need any high-tech. You don't need to commandeer airplanes. All you need is a bunch of dedicated, crazy people like the ones who attacked Israel to hit like 20 American cities at the same time. 100 guys in 20 cities, 2,000 guys loose in the United States with machine guns, and it's all over. The entire American economy will come to a standstill. Stock market will crash. Americans will be locked in their homes. There will be no tourism. There will be no nothing. There will be no travel. The entire America will be at a standstill. And at that very moment, attack Taiwan, and America's helpless. I'm telling you, it's coming. I'm writing it tonight, and if I'm thinking it, you know they're thinking it. Josh Manning, WesternJournal.com. Thanks, buddy. All right, Wayne Allen Ruth. Ruth, Ruth, Ruth's on fire. Welcome to the show. It's casual Tuesday, no tie today. Can't always put a tie on. I'm just coming off a radio show and I'm exhausted and it takes another minute to put a tie on, so I'm casual today, you know? That's all it comes down to, a tieless Tuesday. There we go. So don't say I didn't tell you. An army leader expresses concern about the ability of the United States to supply weapons to Israel and Ukraine at the same time. We've given away so many weapons in Ukraine, and don't forget the $85 billion dollars worth of weapons we gave away in Afghanistan, left them on the ground for the Taliban to become one of the strongest armies in the world. And I'm sure all those weapons have found their way into the hands of the Iranians and Hamas and Hezbollah and ISIS and all the bad characters. Really quite amazing what's going on in the world to just sit back and watch as America's destroyed intentionally and Israel is destroyed intentionally by the same people. I said this in hour one, you know who's the same person that's destroying both America and Israel? Obama. I said it in hour one, I'll say it again. I believe he's one of the most evil men in the world. I believe he is either the Antichrist or the representative of the devil or Satan or the Antichrist. He is a bad dude, Obama. And again, it's an opinion show. It's my opinion that he is at the root of all evil in the world today. He's the guy that was the reason for the Arab Spring. He's the guy, the reason for, you know, the... the uh, terrible animosity now between uh, Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran, and Israel. He's rooting for the wrong side. I'm telling you, he's playing for the wrong team. He's the real president of the United States, not Biden. Biden in his, uh, in his pajamas and his, 
and his diapers is not the president of the United States of America. It is Barack Hussein Obama, who's the president, who's given all the orders. His people make up something like 80% of all the offices uh, at the White House, all the important people that matter that run this country. They're all Biden left up. Well, Biden appointed them, but they're all Obama former officials, Obama leftovers. It's the Obama administration, and Obama's given the orders And he's given the order to destroy this country, destroy the energy industry, destroy the middle class, destroy capitalism. He has a hatred. It's Again, it's my opinion. I'm I'm playing junior psychologist, but I did go to Columbia with the guy. I did graduate on the same day with the guy. And I'm telling you, I know how he thinks. I know the things we learned at Columbia. Cloward Piven to destroy the United States. And I, I think that Obama grew up in Indonesia. I mean, that's not a think. I know he grew up in Indonesia. That's a fact which was a Muslim country, and Barack Obama went to Muslim schools and learned how to be a good Muslim, and, and now he claims he's a Christian. I don't believe it. I believe that he's got a deep-held hatred for America, for Christians, for white America, for capitalism, for Jewish people, for Israel. Uh, the middle, average middle-class person, remember he said uh, the average American middle-class clings to their guns and their Bible? He's a bad, bad guy. Those are the three biggest signs of what an evil man Obama was, and he only let it out three times. Once he said, you know, middle-class people cling to their guns and Bibles. Another time he said, I want to fundamentally change America. And then his wife, Michelle, let it out when she said, it's, uh, there was something good happened to Obama. I think, it's, I think he won the nomination for president. And she said, it's the first time I've ever been proud of America. Those three things, and if you want to add a fourth, he threw his own grandparents under the bus. I think it was his grandmother he threw under the bus. And he said, if black people are walking down the street, my grandmother or my grandparents would move to the other side of the street. That's old-time America. That's racism. That's throwing your own grandparents under the bus. Okay? They, they weren't going to the other side of the street because they hated black people. They were going to the other side of the street because they were worried that the people walking towards them probably have 22 tattoos down their arms and they have their pants hanging below the crack of their ass and they look like they're going to commit a crime against you. It wasn't because they're black. It's because they look like hoodlums if they walk to the other side of the street. And FBI statistics would back up his grandparents' belief that most crimes in this country are out out of control number. Let's just say 40 to 45% of all crimes are committed by black Americans that are only 12% of the population. So obviously the odds are when you see someone walking towards you, if they're black and they're under the age of 30, there's a chance that you've got a problem. So it's only a smart move that someone, especially 30 years ago, would think, well, I want to get myself out of harm's way. I want to be safe. I don't want to be mugged. I don't want to be robbed. And I don't want to die. I'll move to the other end of the street till I figure out if, if it's a problem or not. All I can tell you is when I see a black man walking towards me and he's wearing a nice suit and he's 40 years old, I say, hell, hey, man, high five. How are you? Nice suit. You're looking sharp. I, <laughs> but if I see someone who's 18 walking towards me and they got their pants hanging below the crack of their ass, I think that's probably someone who's going to cause me problems. That 
that is not racism. That's based on life. That's based on watching the news every night. And Barack Obama threw his own grandparents under the bus and called them racist. At that moment, everyone should have known. I know this guy is working to destroy America, destroy uh, middle class America, destroy white middle class America, destroy Jews, destroy Israel, destroy capitalism, destroy the military, destroy the police, destroy the economy. Everything good about America is being destroyed by Barack Hussein Obama, a communist from Columbia and Harvard Law School. And by the way, when I went to Columbia, almost every kid in the entire school, Brad, they were communist and they hated America and they clapped when they thought Reagan had been assassinated. They clapped and cheered and gave a standing ovation. They're all scum. And Barack Obama was one of them at Columbia, my classmate. And then he went on to Harvard Law School. And all you need to know about Harvard is that as of yesterday, 31 Harvard organizations came out in support of the Palestinians. Uh, the same Palestinians who are represented by Hamas, who parachuted into Israel. And, and we now know today, not only killed hundreds and hundreds of people at one specific kind of electric daisy carnival EDC type youth event, youth music event for a bunch of peaceniks. Not only did they kill 260 of them, they mass raped, they mass murdered, they raped women after they were dead. They raped women before they were dead and then cut their heads off. They murdered little babies. They murdered entire families in their bed. A husband, a wife, and three children. This happened to several families, but in particular, a husband, a wife, and three children all shot dead in their bed. They murdered Israeli soldiers, helpless hostages with no weapons, who are your helpless hostage with the hands tied behind their back, and they cut their heads off, and they cut the heads off 40 babies. So we know the kind of evil that this Palestinian uh, uh, terror uh, event caused, and we know what kind of people we're dealing with, and Israel has to go in now and just destroy them, make them wish they were never born, make them wish they never went near Israel, Make them wish they never cut a head off a single Israeli soldier. Now it's going to be every man for himself, and we're going to wipe them out. There's no other choice. But again, Wayne Root says wipe out terrorists. Nobody wants to kill women and children. The enemy, the evil enemy guided by Satan, aims to kill women and children and babies. And Jewish warriors and American soldiers, there may be collateral damage but nobody intends to purposely kill women and children. As a matter of fact, Israel drops leaflets. They've done this a thousand times in the past. I'm sure they're doing it right now. We're coming in. We're going to obliterate your town. We're going to turn it into a parking lot. Everyone left behind is going to be dead. You better leave. you got 24 hours. If you're innocent, leave. Okay, that's how we fight wars, as in Americans and Jews and Israelis. We don't kill purposely women and children, ever. Even if we feel like they're the children of the enemy, it doesn't matter. We don't kill children. We save children's lives. But what they did, <clears throat> what they did to Jews in Israel is, is another holocaust. There's over a thousand Israelis dead now, the Israeli government said, as of today. Uh, America's a nation of 330 million Israel is a nation of, what, 6 million? I think it's 6 million, or maybe it's 8 million. <coughs> but it's 4 million Jews and it's 4 million Arabs and Palestinians mixed in. So I think there's only 4 million Jews and they lost 1,000. We had 330 million Americans. We lost 3,000 on 9-11. And our country went into you know mass hysteria and stock market crashed and the economy crashed and we were 
uh, you know, in mourning for weeks and weeks and months and months, over 3,000 Americans dying and two buildings going down. What if we were a nation of six or eight million? got to look up in the break how many, or if you can look up, Chris, and say in my ear, how many people live in Israel? It's either six or eight million, but only half of them are Jews. So the fact that a thousand Israeli Jews died and two thousand are injured is the most incredible number that they've suffered such grievous losses. Nine point six million, but I think only about half are Jews. Let's say six million are Jews. So six million and one thousand are dead and two thousand are injured. So three thousand out of six million versus three thousand Americans killed in nine eleven out of three hundred and thirty million. It's an incredible figure. You'd have to multiply the Jewish number by 50 or 100 to come up with uh, a kind of the kind of approximation of what would have had to happen in America. Uh, you know, it, it's as if America lost thousands and thousands more than we actually lost. If America lost 50,000, 100,000, 250,000 in one shot instead of 3,000. So Israel will be in mourning for months. Now they're going to go into Gaza, they've shut off electricity, they shut off gas, they've shut off water, they shut off fuel, and the war begins. And it will be a serious war to clean out every single terrorist. Get them all. As Jamie Foxx said in the movie Kingdom, what are we going to do with the Islamic extremists who just killed hundreds of Americans? And he whispered in, in uh, Jennifer Gardner's ear, we're going to kill them all. We're going to kill them all. And that's what's going to happen. The terrorists have got to die. Self-defense is what it's called. We'll be right back. All right, so let's talk about some things happening out there today. Uh, the White House refuses to freeze Iran $6 billion. Can you imagine? Again, I'm telling you, Obama is either the Antichrist or the closest thing to it, or the right-hand man of the Antichrist, or maybe Valerie Jarrett's the Antichrist, and Barack Obama's the right-hand man to the Antichrist, Valerie Jarrett. Again, it's an opinion show, it's my opinion, but the White House refuses to freeze Iran $6 billion. You know why? Because Valerie Jarrett was born in Iran, and she's close to the Iranian leaders, and she tells Obama what to do. And so there you have it. That's who's running our country, people that are friendly with the Iran uh, administration. And it's disgusting because the Iran administration, uh, you know, is just filled with murderers and uh, Islamic extremists who want to burn people, drown people, cut heads off babies, cut heads off hostages. Uh, They're backing and funding uh, terrorism all over the world. And it's just disgusting. And now if we're on to something disgusting that equals uh, this administration, the Biden administration, a la, I think, the Obama administration refusing to freeze $6 billion of Iran's funding, even though we know Iran gave the money and coordinated the attack to kill all these Israelis, over a thousand Israelis, their version of 9-11, incredible. Um, if there's anything more disgusting than that, it's here in this country. Black Lives Matter uh, mocked the people that were kidnapped, raped, and murdered at the Israel Peace Festival with a hideous meme. They put out a meme today, I Stand with Palestine, and it shows a, a little soldier parachuting down with a Palestinian flag. Well, those soldiers who parachuted down, and they aren't soldiers, they're terrorists, they came down and they immediately killed unarmed civilians by the hundreds. They murdered entire families, they murdered babies, and they raped women both before and after they cut their heads off. 
Now we know that Black Lives Matter is officially a terrorist organization. Again, opinion show, my opinion, they need to be named domestic terrorists immediately and they should be indicted for terrorism and support treason against the United States and supporting organizations that promote terrorism. But it'll never happen because our country is run by Obama and by Merrick Garland, the obsessed, beady-eyed attorney general whose obsession in life is Trump. Obama's obsession in life is Trump. They're all obsessed and they want to destroy Trump and destroy conservatives. And they name good former police officers, former law enforcement, former military, the best people in America. And, and great conservatives like me, fighters, fighting for America, patriots. We've been classified as domestic terrorists. Pro-lifers are domestic terrorists. PTA parents who love their kids and don't want them to learn that white people are bad and America's evil. They're domestic terrorists. Catholics who go to church are domestic terrorists, but not BLM that supports the murder of Jews, the mass murder, mass rape of Jews, and the murder of Jewish babies cutting their heads off. We now know 40 Jewish babies were found dead, murdered, most of them, their heads cut off. How could this be happening? This is a second Holocaust. We said never again. And now we got to do what we got to do. No mercy. Go in and clean them out and kill them all. But again, kill them all does not mean women and children. It means go to a battlefield, go to Hamas headquarters, go to places where Hamas fighters are, go to places where terrorists are are holding hostages and kill them all. And then the collateral damage, women and children that stayed behind, uh, who knew what they were getting into, or human shields. They take women and children and put them in buildings, position them as human shields. They purposely put Hamas terrorists inside mosques and churches and and other kind of buildings where they know human shields would be killed too and they could blame it on Israel. This time, no mosques. Nothing matters. Don't listen to anything anyone says. Do whatever you've got to do and kill everyone you've got to kill. Erase these stains on the earth for the rest of all time. Make them disappear. They can never be allowed to walk on this earth anymore. Anyone who wants to kill Jewish babies and rape Jewish grandmothers has to be eliminated from the face of the earth forever. All right, our guest is Ben Berkwam, host of Law and Border on Real America's Voice TV Network, my TV network, uh, where I've got my weekend show, America's Top Ten Countdown. He's got Law and Border. He's the founder of Front LineAmerica.com, and he's a regular guest on our show reporting on the border. Ben Berkwam, welcome to the show. How are you? Ben, are you there? Ben, it's uh, great to be with there you. you I wish under better circumstances. Yeah, sure. you know what? I, I just put out a column, yeah, great Ben. Great to be with you, Wayne. Thank you, Ben. Always great to have you on the show. I, I just uh, and, and let's put Israel aside for a moment. I'm Jewish American. Obviously, I'm very upset by the horror stories coming out of Israel that, you know, there but for the grace of God go I. That could be me. That could be my family. Those could be my children. So I'm disgusted and distressed. But I wrote a column and I said, we got to put that aside. Because what matters is America. Yeah, I may be a Jew, but I'm, America matters to me first, second, third, and forever. That's my priority. America first. And what Israel is is a lesson for America. If you let your guard down, if, if, you, if you're not watching your border, someone could cut the wire and come in. Well, in America, they don't need to cut the wire and come in. The border's open and millions have already come in. I think we're facing disaster here. Let's get your take. 
Yeah, basically what America is doing uh, would be similar to or analogous to Israel inviting Hamas to come right into Jerusalem. Uh, right. That's what we have going on. This video I shot two days ago, I just came back up from Lukeville, Arizona. All of these guys, fighting age men from sub-Saharan Africa, uh, from the Middle East, and now I'm getting reports, large numbers from Syria and Pakistan as well. So Ugh. it's 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 an absolute death sentence for our country if we allow this to continue. I'm sure they're coming in from Gaza. You're probably getting Hamas and Hezbollah fighters. I mean, it's it's a disaster. And and you're not even mentioning, my sources tell me, something like fifty to 100,000 Chinese military-age males have come in. And i got to assume they were paid for by the government of China and the Chinese Communist Party to come here and kill us from within. If the moment comes, they want to say go. And, and they want us to attack them, to attack us from within. Have have you seen all these Chinese military-age males? Yeah, I just came back from the Darien Gap about four weeks ago. I, I was uh, sick when I came back for about three weeks. Found out their entire center front team uh, caught malaria while we were down there. So uh. we're not only inviting in uh, enemies of our nation, we're inviting in diseases as well. But I witnessed thousands, not just a few, thousands of Chinese nationals coming. There you go. Uh, they were actually the number four country that were coming through the Darien Gap. It was uh, it was Venezuelan, Haitian, Ecuadorian, and Chinese. Those were the the four top countries that were coming through the Darien Gap, and they're all coming to the United States. And we have information on none of them. That's the sad reality. It's not just as you said. We're inviting in all of our enemies. It's we're inviting in the terrorists from the Middle East. We're inviting in the CCP that wants to destroy us, and they're playing the long game. We're inviting in communists. From, from Cuba and from Venezuela, we are inviting in everyone that hates us, and we're doing it under the guise of compassion while we're inviting in millions more who just want to drain our welfare stocks and, and to use our health care system and use our education system. It's, it's death by a million cuts. It's suicide uh, in a million different ways, and we're inviting it on ourselves. Hey, you know what? You, you, you know, I don't even know if you know the answer to this, Ben. So it's like the OJ thing. You know, don't ask it if you don't know if the glove fits. But uh, I'm going to ask you a question because I don't know the answer. If someone comes over the border, illegal alien, and forget about all these military age 21 year olds, what if you come over the border and you're 66? Are you allowed to mar- Are you allowed to quickly collect? Social Security or Medicaid or Med- Medicare of some kind? I know they all get Medicaid. Can you collect Medicare and Social Security if you come here when you're old? I have no idea the answer to that. Yes. The answer is yes. If you oh qualify God. for refugee status or if you apply for refugee status, you get Social Security immediately. Oh, my God. Yes. Our nation's killing itself. This is self-immolation. This is suicide. Wow. What a disaster. All right. Let's, um, I'll ask you one more question about the border, and then we'll get to Carrie Lake, because I'm kind of excited to hear about her rally for United States Senate. I think she's fantastic, although I think it's all rigged in Arizona, so I don't know if you can win, but you just came back from visiting the El Paso, Texas border with Mexico, and uh, also the Southern California border with Mexico. Uh, anything we should know specific or special that you saw? <laughs> Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's an absolute disaster. So I, you know, it's hard. I you know, almost just want to laugh or cry. It's one of those two. So I was in uh, in uh, Santa Teresa Port of Entry. Um, I, I went out. It is completely wide open. I drove for 20 miles. There's not a single Border Patrol agent out there. I uh. cut seven ladders down off the wall. The cartel just leaves them out there. 
because they know nobody's coming to cut them down. I cut seven down. I saw four different groups of illegals all in black trying to evade us at night. I saw two guys with dope loads on their backs. I, I, I filmed them with the drone. In fact, chased them out of the area that they were in. The only reason they left that area is because I was there. But all they're doing is going further west, and they crossed over. Uh, guaranteed. These guys are nonstop. Then I go to California. On my way to California, I stop in Lukeville, and that's where we got these images of, of fighting-age men all coming through. Then I end up in California, and I go to the Ped West, the pedestrian crossing in, in uh, San Ysidro, California. It has been shut down. American citizens, legal American citizens, it's one of the two ports of entry. Can't use it to go into Mexico. Mexican citizens, legal Mexican citizens, can't use it to come into America. It's been shut down completely what? to allow illegals, CBP-1 app recipients, to come through. The entire thing what? has been shut down because the number of illegals under the CBP-1 app are going through there. And the sad reality, I, I, I last time I was there, it's actually the... Jewish Family Services that got the contract. They're one of the nine major NGOs, along with Catholic Charities and, uh, and Lutheran Social Services, that distribute the illegals around America. They're the ones operating there in San Diego. And they were actually, their buses were brought into Homeland Security parking lot to pick up the illegals at the Ped West Crossing at San Ysidro and take them out, shuttle them out, so that you can't see it, so the American people can't see it. it, it it's if you, well, however bad you think it is, it's worse. Multiply by a hundred, and you're getting to approximately. It's worse. It's worse. It's worse. Unbelievable. Every day, it's worse. How do you? I mean, guard your life when you're doing this. Do you have security guards with you? I mean, how do you protect yourself and not know that one of them's going to pull a knife and, and kill you, Ben? Well, I, you know, it's it's one of those things. Life is fatal ultimately for everybody. But I I do believe. Sorry about that, guys. I'm having. Uh, having some uh let me let me hopefully i'm back there i do believe that uh, god is in control on all of it i believe his angel armies go before me and so i walk in that i pray before i go into everything i do um but i also uh, i do believe in the second amendment as well and i i take uh, precaution when i need to take precaution so all right quickly uh, we're running out of time carrie just let me know about carrie lake we got one minute she's announcing for u.s senate tonight and you're there in scottsdale arizona for the announcement right That's it. Yep. Right behind me. There's already people lining up. We got several hundred already. I'll be going as part of the media. Uh, she'll be announcing her Senate run tonight, and we will be here. She'll be live with us. We'll be carrying it live on the network later tonight. All right. Tell Carrie Wayne Alaroot says hi. She's a guest many times on my show, and uh, we really love her and think she's great. And I sure hope she's United States Senator uh, Carrie Lake. Ben Berkwam, a host of Law and Border on Real America's Voice. TV Network and founder of FrontlineAmerica.com. Always appreciate you and always pray for you, Ben, that you're safe uh, in God's hands. Thank you, Ben, for all you do. All right. All right. We lost the uh, signal. All right. That's it for this segment. We'll be right back. More with Wayne Alroot. i got a lot to say when we get back about the anti-Jew hatred in America. I'll be right back. All right, so over a 1,000 Israelis are dead, I believe I said, in this hour on Liddell TV. Can you imagine if, if America, let me do a little math here. America has 330 million people. Israel has 9 million people. So let's round it off to 10 million people. So 10 million times 10 would be 100 million. So Israel has, thir- uh, America has 30 times more people in Israel. 
It's, it's actually probably about 35 times more when you add everything up. 35 times more than Israel. So you'd have to multiply 1,000 times 35, and it'd be 35,000 dead. And then the injuries of 2,000 times 35 is 70,000. So if 9-11, instead of having 3,000 dead, had more like 100,000 dead and injured, that's what this is like to a little country like Israel. A thousand dead and, and two thousand injured, and those numbers they say are going to go way up. So it could be like two hundred thousand dead if you compare it to America-like population. So that's really what's happened. It's really stunning, and there are no words to explain. I, as a Jewish American, uh, believing that a Holocaust could never happen again, and this hatred for Jews. and this lust for murdering Jews would never happen again and it's right back, these people are like Nazis these radical Islamic are obsessed with killing Jews and and so there's no words to describe Hamas savagely cutting the heads off babies and gunning down families in their beds and cutting off the heads of helpless soldiers being held as hostages but 40 babies many of them beheaded 40 babies dead inside one kibbutz is such a stunning sight and it's so hard to to keep your emotions in check but that's not even the worst thing that i saw over the last few days the worst thing i saw is the protests in chicago new york los angeles florida and i'm sure in every big city in america by people supporting palestine and the palestinians and and therefore hamas's invasion of israel the blm in Chicago, supporting Hamas's invasion, parachuting in, showing a, a meme of a soldier parachuting in. That soldier's about to chop babies' heads off and mass rape and mass murder women. They say they raped all the women at this peace event, and then they killed them all. They probably cut their heads off after they gang-raped them. This is sickness and sadisticness that we haven't seen since Nazi Germany. And it's got to be dealt with harshly. we got to go in and clean out Gaza. Whoever you have to kill, kill the cancer. Cut it out from the body of the earth forevermore. These people are pure evil. But what about the people marching in the United States screaming, kill the Jews? What about my own social media accounts? Yes, people responding to me and my love for the Jewish people of Israel and the horror of hearing about babies killed and women killed and women raped and mass murder and soldiers' heads cut off, helpless soldiers. And they respond by saying, F you Jew and screw you Jew, die Jew. And you're a pig Jew. There's a hatred in the Muslim community in the United States that is a cancer on the soul of this country. And it is disgusting and is disgraceful. And when you think of how they took on the Proud Boys, the DOJ and the FBI took on a bunch of people that weren't even at January 6th in many cases. Or if they were there, they were peaceful protesters. And they put them in jail for 15 years. Well, you know what? I don't agree with that. I think it's horrible. I don't agree with hate speech. I've never agreed that a hate crime is any different than a typical murder. If you murder someone, I don't care if it's because they're white or black or Jewish. A murder's a murder, and they should get life or the death penalty. But as long as you put those laws in, you bleeding heart liberals, called hate crimes and hate speech, and you went after the Proud Boys, 
for words, then you need to go after the Muslims and the Palestinians and the Hamas lovers and the Palestinian and and, uh, Muslim radical Islamic uh, terrorist lovers, the supporters of terrorism in the streets of America. Put them in jail. Torture them the way you've tortured the January 6ers. Don't let them see a lawyer. Don't let them see their family. Let them sleep 24 hours a day in, in an isolated cell with no visitors and a light bulb on 24 hours a day. Give them 15-year sentences. This is a cancer upon America that we got to stop now. we got to kill it, and we got to stop it. All right, I'm losing my voice for the night. It's been a long night, and it's tough to see what's going on in Israel. I'm Wayne Alaroot. Rootforamerica.com is my website. <clears throat> All my TV shows are there. All my radio shows are there. All my podcasts are there. All my commentaries are there. All my books are there. All my newspaper columns are there. Rootforamerica.com. Have a great night. Let's pledge to fight terrorism and fight Jewish hatred. Gotta stop it. Kill it at the root. Have a great night.